I can never oh, wait, tell. Hang on. I don't have my iPad on me. Hang on, I think I clicked the wrong area because Viz has sectioned everything off to make it kind of hard to figure it out. And okay, yeah, they have all of it, <laughs> which is 189 chapters. Okay. So you'd need at least two days to read it. <laughs> technically. <laughs> I was like, hell, I need more right. than that. But yeah, technically, yeah, you yeah. have to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah oh, when God. I said at least, I meant, like, I meant like the technical sense of you can't read more than 100 chapters a day. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot of reading. We can get it. I believe in us. everybody we are back with manga in your ears helen and Corey are with me i almost said helen and april and of course i'm here because i'm talking <laughs> but, but, but helen and Corey are here with me hello hello as always we have uh two manga this week one uh finished series and one ongoing our first series is a uh is a one shot by seven C's called um, our dining table by Mita Ori. Um, I've seen this one in the store for what feels like several years, but I'm not actually sure what year it came out. I have to um, look that up, but our dining table is um, a boys love one shot um, about a salary man named Yutaka. And um he has trouble eating around other people. He's very shy. He's very uncomfortable. It makes him anxious. So he generally eats alone. Um, he doesn't eat with other people at work. He didn't eat with other people when he was cool. He just stays completely by himself. Um, I think it's one day. I don't know if it was at the park. He bumps into like uh, a young child by the name of Tane. Um, and they, I think he shares... Um, Yutaka shares the onigiri with him. Um, and Tane eats the onigiri and really loves it and has a good time. And then his brother, his older brother, who we find out is named Minoru, he comes up and says, hey, you know, don't bo- don't bother him and blah, 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 and takes him home. But at the time, um, Minoru asked Yutaka, would you like to join us for dinner sometime? Would you like to come over and just eat with us? Um, and normally, uh, Yutaka would say no, but he decides to go and have dinner with the two of them and uh, their father so it's Minoru the young Tane and their father in a house together and Yutaka joins them and sort of develops a a relationship with this family um, and sort of learns how to be with other people again and be uh, wanted by other people again. Um, I really enjoyed this. Like I like I said, I've seen this on the shelf a lot, and it's something that I've always meant to pick up, but I didn't really read, I hadn't really read the back until now, and I thought maybe it was just like, I don't know, two dudes that like adopted a kid. I didn't really know what this was about until I actually started to read it, um, and I, I've talked about it before, but I really enjoy like just like a sort of quiet slice of life manga that are about relationships between people, especially between two people or a family. So I really, I really enjoyed this and the characters in this. I thought about actually reading it again after I read it, and that's kind of a rarity for me. So what did you all think? Uh, I really like this one too. Um, I shared the same assumption that it was just going to be about a married couple that could adopt a gig, but no, it's about this. Uh, 
Duke Minoru who has a younger brother instead, and they just meet each other and they have a have a good time together. Their mom had passed away um, in the last two years, I believe, so they're just kind of winging it by themselves with their grandma who lives close by and uh, and the gag. Um, and then there was uh, Yutaka who is called Yukaga by the kid, which is cute and funny. Um, who has like he he's been through a complicated family situation, I would say. Um, and that's like causing the both the psychological harm and the social anxiety around eating in front of other people because he was like constantly disparaged by the family that he was adopted into, which was just like he lost his parents when he was I thought I forget what it was, like four or something, and his grandparents soon after that. So like he just went in with some relatives and they adopted him. Um but yeah, it, like you said, April, it's just like a chill down to earth manga that is about these two, uh, these two and their bugging relationship. And one of the most relatable things I would say is just like this. Uh, uh, by the back half of the volume, or really like back third or back fourth of the volume, it's this overbearing emotion of fear and unease and happiness that like you have this partner. But uh, you could lose that part in there at any time, and your life could just go go back to being worse than it ever was. Um, but I thought the the execution of that was was very very good. The one complaint that I do have about the manga is that somewhere in the middle of this, he was given the whole backstory about how he was shuffled around his various family members, and they at one point say real parents. Uh, and at least among adoptee community, and I don't know if that was like a direct translation, or whether it was meant to be this kind of disparaging in the, in the language that was used, but like for adoptee communities, we don't have real parents. We have birth parents and uh, adoptive parents. They're all real, is what I'm getting at. But uh, Helen, what about you? There are no imaginary parents here. Um, uh, yeah, I also liked this. Um, not quite as much as you two, I think. Um, I just thought it was fine instead of fantastic i did go into this thinking okay i gotta remember i'm not mixing this up with what did you eat yesterday and i was like oh wait this one is also about two guys who like each other who are eating <laughs> okay i was like yeah. okay I, I feel better about being slightly puzzled at first like didn't we already talk about this series <laughs> um yeah i thought that for a one shot it did a really good um job at um building up the relationship with each other you know both you know from strangers to acquaintances friends and then to a I really want you in my life long term in a romantic sort of way. I felt like it did a really good job in doing that. And uh, I read it digitally, so I don't remember how big it was, but it felt like not much more than a regular volume. Uh, yeah, about, it, didn't, uh, it didn't. I don't think it was an omnibus, at least. No, 20, 20 to 40 pages more than a regular volume. I would say it's thicker than the Beaufort's, but it's not like too, too much thicker. To be fair, the Beaufort books, or at least the light novels, are very thin. So, um, yeah. uh, Th that would not surprise me. But yeah, um, this is cute series. Uh, I was getting to a point where I was like, these guys feel gay. Is, is this queer baiting? Am I supposed to be shipping it? And I got to a point where I was like, okay, no, like, legit gay. Okay, like, we, we are not beating around the bush. This is actually, I am picking up on characters, uh, discovering their feelings for each other. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, cute. I, I, I just have less to say about this one. No hot takes. It's it's definitely not a coming out story, which I thought was nice. That doesn't really come up. Yeah. Um, I, d I liked how it seemed like um, Inoru's um, dad had figured out that he liked um, 
Yutaka romantically. He just says, like, a couple of times, like, oh, you like him? With, like, and they're, like, makes a couple of facial gestures, and it's like, I, th- I think Dad knows what's going on. I, th- I think Dad is happy his son is finding happiness. <laughs> Although I could have just been misinterpreting that, you know? No, I, I read it the same way, too. Um, and I did like that it was... It wasn't this coming out story like a lot of the other LGBTQ plus manga that we've read. It's just, it was plagued, uh, and I'm glad it was plagued like this, but it was plagued as if it was uh, just a relationship. Uh, straight in the boy-girl relationship sense, not like it was a straight-up relationship, I don't know. But, um, you guys sleeping together in, you- in a futon because they are gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like it's never a question whether... Like, whether like is it okay to be gay, uh, or or a lot of the other things that we see when, um, like there was no disparaging comments about being gay in this manga. Uh, there was no bullies in school. There was no uh, parents that disapproved of these sort of things. It was just like these two were have this bugging relationship and get closer and want to want to be together. Yeah, admittedly, I don't think the word gay was ever used. Like yeah. we do have an offhand comment at one point that Minoru was saying that um, Yutaka's adoptive older brother is attractive, but not my kind of thing. Uh, but that's the only, like, I don't know. I read so much Clamp when I was younger that I've gotten a little hit concerned that a lot of them will do the, if it's you, it's okay thing with relationships. But with this, I don't. So, so that line initially made me a little concerned, but by the end it's like, no, I think these guys are, you know, like real gay people, not like Clamp. Mm, not fake people. gay people. <laughs> no imaginary here yeah. I think the last thing that I'll say about it and this is a me thing I was glad that it wasn't like a super food manga they have the one recipe in the beginning and that is just not my thing I can't I can't taste the food I can't smell it I'm like please don't go this way I don't know what's happening but then, but there's the one recipe in the beginning which actually sounded good I'm like I might want to make that but it's not it's not even though it's called our dining table it's not really necessarily about it's not about cooking, I should say, rather. Yeah, this I can't is like believe... the equivalent of Corey not liking music manga because you can't hear the music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> My God, they're cooking again. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did also kind of like that since um, my doctors told me I need to change up my diet for several reasons right now. So I'm having a bit of a complicated relationship with food right now. So it's like, okay, you know, let's... Yeah, I don't have to overly think about food with this. <laughs> yeah, I did like the little... The one thing where it's like, oh, the top of your rice cooker is not supposed to be yellow. You ever clean the top of <laughs> your so rice cooker? Gross. <laughs> uh, I was like, what? <laughs> uh, it really had big young guy living alone yeah. energy there, even if that wasn't the actual situation. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and the other guy that's like, oh, my rice cooker broke, so I just use the clay pot now, which is also very young guy living alone energy it's like uh, oh i don't want to go through the effort i have this other thing okay listen right before i started reading this tonight i was cooking some mac and cheese and like all of my regular pots were dirty and i didn't want to clean anything so i was like my le Crusette, like french um oven can supposedly go on the stove let's just use that instead so i was doing like the exact same thing yeah they absolutely can go on the stove and yeah why not it was like okay this is clean i will use the fancy pot instead of like mm-hmm. when the regular pots uh-huh. but then you have to clean one more pot no, this one can go in the dishwasher. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Unlike my other things where years ago I was shopping for more pots and I thought, okay, if it's cute, I won't mind that I have to hand wash it. And the answer is no, I do absolutely mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the last thing I want to comment on is they have the little author notes at the end. Or, well, first, the last few things, I guess. They had a little uh, epilogue at the end where it's oh, yeah. uh, Tane as a, looks like a, yeah, definitely a teenager. Um, she's like, they're, they're still having, having a good time together and living together. And Tane is now embarrassed by uh, Yutaka, but besides that. And then the little... sense that he's going through, you know, that stage where you're less sure about how you feel about your parents mm-hmm. and um, Yutaka is chasing after him being like, you forgot your lunch. Yep. <laughs> How embarrassing. Uh, but then the other thing is the author note right at the end where um, I don't know whether Mita Ori is a uh, what their gender preference is but they um, wrote at one point, I don't know which one of them is a semi and an okay, but I just kind of went with it or something like that. And I'm like, okay, thinking, you're really thinking about that. I was thinking as an ace person the idea that people are always in the same positions when they have sex just sounds so boring to me. I do not know if this is what it's like for people, but the idea that you would be thinking about this character is always on top, that just sounds so goddamn boring! Sometimes you just have a position, Helen. (laughs) My position is that that is boring. (laughs) That is my stance on the matter. I'm shaming everybody for their supposedly (laughs) boring sex lives. (laughs) Helen of all people. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Helen is watching so much porn that she knows all of these positions. <laughs> like, mean, why don't you try said, this? Like, semi and okay, they just said top and bottom. Like, those are positions. <laughs> but yes, I did also note that. Also notice that author's comment, and I was like, well, that's not something I had really been thinking about during this series. I wonder if other readers were. Yeah, I certainly was not. It was not the kind of series where I would think about that. But I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah the author. It just gives the fan artists and, you know, the fanfic writers, you know, something to argue over, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, was it like BL Megamorphosis or something where they are always argue about? Uh, no, I don't think it was that one. But like, we've we've all read manga and, an- and watched anime and stuff where they're arguing about who is a semi and who is an UK. And it's like, this is means for breaking up this friendship that you don't agree with me. Yeah, or you'll sometimes <laughs> get the trope of people being like, the way you say their unpairing name indicates who's which. And so that's important. And it's like, I oh. thought we just made pairing names based off of whatever sounded funny or slash cuter. Like, I did not realize that it was <laughs> yeah. deeper, like, meaning to be derived from these words. Perhaps literally deeper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corey's the one who said that one, not me. <laughs> Corey's the one who's thinking all these sturdy thoughts over here. He got yeah. my he got my real life response. And <laughs> that's exactly how I would have responded to it. We're like, all right. <laughs> It sounds like we we all we all at least yeah. got something out of this one. At least at least yeah. somewhat enjoyed this one. So um, yeah, if you like uh, one shot BL, or I was thinking too, if you were a fan of uh, she likes to cook, she likes to eat, which we talked about in a previous episode. I do not have the number off the top of my head, but it reminds me a lot of that series where two people come together and just share meals and then realize that they want to spend more time around each other. So if you liked that series, I would recommend um, this one. Um, But we will be back shortly to talk about our second series. Episode 121 for She Loves to Eat, She Loves to Cook. It's Corey. Man, there's like an entire subgenre now of gay cooking. Mm-hmm. Gay cooking manga, that is. <laughs> Since we have those two, we've got What Did You Eat Yesterday? And, you know, three is a trend, right? Exactly. <laughs> Hello, 
we're back, and we're talking about Bofuri, uh, a full title. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense, period. It's just a full sentence. Um, which is originally a uh, 2016 novel series, 2017 light novel series, and this we are talking about the 2018 manga series written by Yumi Khan, illustrated by Jiro Oimoto, and um, those novel series are also written by Yumi Khan. Um, this is published by Yen Press. We currently have, I currently have, uh, five volumes on hand, seven volumes total, it looks like. Uh, and that sixth volume came out a long time ago, so I, I just don't have it. Um, but this is about a new game called New World Online. Um, Swords and, are optional. What was that? Swords are optional. Yep. Yep. It's a classic video game, follows a very similar uh, uh, tropes and leveling progressions and things like that in terms of the gameplay. The one thing I found relatively unique is that you can just have zeros in a lot of scores. Like, usually you start at some sort of base level and you can't go below that base level, but it's just zero across the board. And you can raise it to do an extreme min-max build, or you can uh, be a normal person. <laughs> Uh, I would say, but uh, the people in what is eventually Maple Tree, their guild, uh, includes Maple, the main character. She is a uh, extreme vitality guild, which is this game's defense. So she has a bunch of defense and zeros and everything else. And her best friend Sally, who has been trying to convince Maple to play these games, uh, IRL friends. Uh, Sally's been trying to convince Maple to play these games, and she's always like, well, I don't know. But, like, Maple literally bought an entire uh, video game console, and these things, uh, if you have bought a PS5 like I have, are, like, $500, and you're just buying this because your friend wants to play video games with each other and not doing anything with it. I, mean, I think you need better friends, is what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, but it works out, I guess, because uh, Maple gets really into this game. New World Online, they make a bunch of friends in this game. Uh, she initially plays it by herself because Sally is grounded because of her uh, grades, um, which is how she gets to this build to begin with. She doesn't have anyone guiding her to be like, play this game like a normal person, not like an insane person. Um, Where would the fun <laughs> of that be? <laughs> uh but yeah, this, as Helen said, what would the fun in that be? It is extremely fun, this manga, because everyone in the Maple Tree Guild is some sort of weird, uh, extreme build, except for these two characters, Kasumi and Chrome. Uh, I mean, even them are more on the edge of, you know, being weirdos. Yeah. They're, re yeah. they're really good players, which does not make you a weirdo, but it does me mean you are strong enough to keep up with the weirdos. Right, exactly. Because their builds are uh, normal builds, but they are like these extreme players. Um, but yeah, I really like this manga. It's, uh, I mean, I've been wanting to watch the anime for a while, because I think, Helen, you had it on your top of the top anime of that year. Um, but it I was just never. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I never got around here. I didn't have a Sentai um, subscription at that time. So we just didn't watch it live, and then, like, if we don't watch it live, then we might as well have just never watched it, and we'll never watch it. But uh, it reminded me of other MMO-type, uh, not MMO-type necessarily, but, like, the game-type uh, anime and manga that I like, like Log Horizon. It's one of my favorites. 
But this one is also not a an isekai. It's just like they're they're playing the game in real life, and they go into the game in this VR game, and I found that very refreshing and good. I don't need another isekai. I'm not against isekai, but like I'm glad they're just playing a game and having a good time. And also, they treat it just like a game where it's like, yes, we're trying to win this tournament, but the stakes are we are playing a video game. Yeah, you know. And I've seen some other series where they are in a video game, but the stakes are just super high. It seems die. like 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 Infinite de- um, Dendogram doesn't have the if you lose you die mechanic, but people still just take that one super seriously. But here at the end of the day, everyone just goes, "Well, I guess we lost that one. Oh well, we had fun." Yep. And and in series, this isn't even like, "Oh yeah, our characters are strong, but there's other people out there who are even stronger." Like. There are some guilds, you know, with a lot of top-level players, but Maple gets into the game pretty close to when it starts anyway, and is just... She makes some choices that make her, like, one of the most broken characters early on, to the point where, like, people who don't (laughs) play the game have, like, read about her exploits on, like, some chat boards and stuff like that. Um, They they patch the game to, like, make it so it's near impossible to do her build again. Yeah, because Mabel is like, oh, this is so much fun, you know, and, like these little monsters can bounce off of me and I don't feel anything. And after doing it for an hour, she gains like a special ability because she just went a whole hour without taking damage. And the devs were like, whoops. Um, <laughs> I've seen the anime and read the light novels, so I don't know precisely how some of this is conveyed in the manga. But there's points where during some of the tournaments, um, we see scenes of the mods trying on behind the scenes they're like okay we think we've broken ma- broken this this time so mabel can't win right and then they're like ah no she tried that after all they're like they're really excited in one tournament where she actually manages to take damage and i think it's because the floor is lava or something <laughs> literally <laughs> have not gotten to that yet uh i think the next tournament that's coming up in the manga uh i've read five i think did i say i read five anyway i've read five volumes i'll say it again if i said it before but um they're about to start like the third event, which I assume is what you're talking about, because they they set up this third tier, because uh, uh, there's also like. Yeah, I, I think this is for like the sixth tier or something. So oh, I Jesus think you're still waiting. Okay. You should just watch the anime. You'll catch up real fast. I guess so, because there's a lot more anime out. Um. Well, skip that thought, April. What did you think? <laughs> I so I thought the first volume was interesting, but I'm like not an MMO person. Like it's just. The, the grinding and all that, I fall asleep. It's not my type of game. So this didn't appeal to me like some of the other stuff that we've read. I say I'm not an MMO person, but like I, you could argue The Sims is similar. But it's just... I, you do multiplayer in The Sims? Well, yeah, that's... No, not multiplayer. No, I guess I was thinking so, of... So like that's what the MM the, stands for, multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I was thinking of like... Um, where you like build your own character and all of that. I was, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I'm not an MMO person. Um, but I thought the the main character was fun. And then the you all were talking about at the end of the day, they like log off. Because I was waiting for like, you know, if she dies, she dies in real life. I'm like, like I know the other shoe is going to drop her. She's going to get stuck in here. And that, that like never happens. She's like a real person in the real world with a friend that plays the game. I just didn't feel compelled to read any more volume, but I thought that it was fun. And it seemed like like the abilities that she gained were like well thought out and that they might, I had this feeling that the abilities would like come up later in the series or it wasn't just like random abilities that she was collecting that she wouldn't eventually, that she wouldn't eventually use. I 
kind of thought there might be more characters. Granted, I've just read one volume, but I was kind of surprised that it was just her. I think some of the other similar series that I've looked at, there's always like a party and maybe that comes Oh yeah, the, the, there's a full guild. So there's mm-hmm. like... Right, 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 right. So I figured that came that came along further in the series. Um, I thought the first volume was fun, but I don't think the remainder are, are for me. Or I would at least like rather see it in anime form. I think it might be fun that way. But manga wise, it wasn't. This one wasn't for. Yeah, in anime, it's fun because then you get to see like when Maple um, is like, I know I can solve this problem by eating my way out of a monster, and then like, yep. and then like absorbs it and lot? is able to tr- and yes. is able to turn into a monster and send it like this like alien franchise behemoth just mm-hmm. like super mega death monster or yes. let's see another thing is that <laughs> i think she combines two abilities at one point so she's able to grow like this ball of wool around herself kind of like this puffy thing and then she's able to use it with yes. poison so anyone who touches it just dies but then she can't yep. get out so her friends have to figure out how to like slice her out of the wool and then they realize, oh, if you don't do the poison thing, we can just use this as a way to gather wool materials. Okay, Maple, keep doing it. Yep. <laughs> keep doing it until yeah. you yeah, run out of energy. So they implemented like the wool thing at some point. Um, and Q's like, well, what if <laughs> you just take it? Uh, because like one of the first things is that she's doing this tank build, putting everything into vitality. She's not able to be hurt by this main boss, pretty much. Um, so she just sits there and then she tries to attack the main boss. Uh, her sword disintegrates, and her weapon disintegrates, or shield disintegrates too, I think. Um, so she's just like, well, what if I eat it? And that's pretty much the the energy that she brings to the rest of the game. I just appreciate Maple's energy all the time. Yep. Yeah, and I, I would not call myself a big gamer, but I do like to play games a lot. I guess I play games weekly. Like a big gamer, I don't know. But, um... Uh, I'm not I, gonna I do find it funny for, to you, for you to be like, I would never make such a broken character, as if you've never been tempted to do this in, like, D&D or something, to just make someone with, like, right. really strange stats. I would do that in D&D. Um, well, it's the, harder to do it in D&D. Funny thing, the, the funny thing about D&D is I've played D&D once, like, literally once, and this, that was sometime, it was early this year, it was in January, I played with my local library, and I couldn't think of a name. So my friends were like, what should your name be? And they, they, they decided on Maple because of my real name. They're like, just just go with Maple. So that's like the only character I've made in D&D is someone named Maple, and then I open this and her name is Maple. I thought that was me. <laughs> yeah, Corey keeps trying to get me to play D&D with him, and I'm like, Corey, I do not have the time for this. Fun. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not like an MMO person. Dana's the MMO person. She played WoW for forever, but uh, the MM is massive multiplayer online. Mm. All right. Uh, anything else on Bofuri before we call it a day, call it an episode? I feel like both of you guys should try out the anime then just to see all these ridiculous shenanigans yeah. animated. And, al- yeah. and also, it's a little easier, like, even if it's not 100% holding your attention, then you can just pay, like, 80% attention to the anime, you know? <laughs> their uh Sentai sale where I can buy it for, like, $5. It was a Funimation title, so I don't know why you keep saying Sentai. What? It was Funimation? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Then I don't know why I keep saying Sanctai. And Funimation definitely does not exist anymore, so... Yeah. Well, I guess I'll wait for the Crunchyroll holiday sale, but fuck Crunchyroll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are the light novels worth looking at? So there's the manga, the light novels, and the anime. Are the, which, which of the three would you recommend? Honestly, I think I'd recommend the anime, um, just also since... The very nature is that um, it just covers more ground more quickly. I do have reviews for the first two or three light novels up on the OASG. Um, and I think that covered 
mm, close to, but not all of the first season of the anime. You can get a $389 Bofri maple bikini figure. Why would I want that one when there's one that you can get where she's in like her machine god figure? Mm, I could go see the machine god and it looks awesome. See, that that one is way cooler. <laughs> oh, they have Nengos. That's actually tempting. I would buy a Nengo and I don't really like Nengos. Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, okay, anything else on Bofri before we end the episode? Wait, did I already say that? I know that's the way to pronounce that, but every time I say that, I feel like I'm mispronouncing. <laughs> Something about the bow just feels wrong. Like, this can't be the way this is so pronounced, but... <laughs> yeah, I know that Bofri is like like a portamontu or a shortening of the Japanese title, and we just sort of adopted it as the nickname oh, for the series in English okay. as well, because it was like, sounds funny, easy to remember. You know, faster than this title. Let's go with it. Let's see, Bofuri is Itai no wa ia nano de bogyoroku ni kyokufuri shitai to omoimasu. You didn't need to do that, but thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I guess I get it from that bogyoroku. I said it better the first time. And kyokufuri. Um, but that translates to I don't want to get hurt, so I'd like to maximize my defensive power, which is the subtitle for this. Is there only one season of Bofuri out? Just that way it says. The second one got delayed a bit, but the second season came out, I think it was this past winter. Okay. That's why you can only buy the first season. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, let's call it an episode. Where can we find everybody on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bonjour. I don't have anything interesting to say. I'm there until Twitter's not there. So <laughs> you can find me there. I am on both Twitter and Blue Sky um, until they go down. Uh, you can find me on both sites at London Dreamer. And you can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Taikumenko, T-A-I-I-K-U-M-E-N-C-O. You can find our podcast on Twitter at Taiku. Wait, no. We uh, can find your podcast on Twitter at Monging Your Ears. And you can find the podcast on Blue Sky at TaikuPodcast.com. Um, you can find all of our episodes over at TaikuPodcast.com. Uh, and that's, uh, that's it, I think. We're, we're gone. Talking about manga. Until next time. See you guys. Bye. Bye, everybody.